Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is March 30. Folks, Q1 is almost over. Let that sink in. Q1 is almost over. We've got nine months left in calendar year 2022. I want to ask you one question. What are you doing to change and or hopefully improve your financial future? One thing I hope you all are doing, and thank you for all the daily viewers, is watching this channel. This channel, unlike many others, is really out to help you. We talk about what is going on every day. Uh, I bring on a series of experts that do this business. We really are trying to help. Uh, So hopefully, hopefully that comes through. We don't always get it right, but we are always trying. So hopefully this is part of your daily discipline. If you're looking to be a real estate investor, hopefully you've signed up for the course already, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. This is the time to do the work. I believe we are entering a shift in the real estate market. I believe it is very likely that it will be flat for the next several years, which is great for me. Uh, Appreciation or markets that are like this are not healthy, make bad investors look good, and it makes it hard for people that are doing the work because euphoria takes over. So my hope is you are doing the work, you have a buy box, you are tracking, and yes, folks, the real estate slowdown is in force. This will be the time for us to find great deals. It will be easier, but not easy. I hope that comes through. Real estate slowdown does not meet a crash, at least not a crash in price like so many people want me to say. But I digress. Let's congratulate two more people who got their deals. Try. Congratulations, your card will go out in the mail. And Jarrett, your card will go out in the mail. Jarrett, I'm sorry, I should have shared yours yesterday. It got lost on my desk, so my bad. But Jared and Try, congratulations, your cards will go out. And then next, yesterday, I posted a video uh, called uh, Housing Market, Is It Time to Sell? That was my kind review of reventure consulting as i mentioned on the weekend i felt attacked a lot of the reventure consulting he's a very big channel a lot of their viewers came to my channel over the weekend on sunday and inundated me with comments some of them were pleasant which i copied and included in my presentation some of them were not nice and those were deleted and i blocked those people but here's the deal in my opinion that article or that video from Reventure Consulting that said income was the key driver of housing crashes is missing a key variable. It is using partial data sets. It is double counting 
It has confirmation bias. It doesn't understand that wages are the largest driver of inflation. There is no chance that 05, 2005 flat income caused the Great Recession. That is a leap beyond leaps. And then finally, we are not in the biggest bubble of all time. Again, I don't want to do reviews, but when I feel attacked by a bully, yes, Reventure Consulting is a huge channel. And when their viewers or his viewers wants to attack me and bully me, I don't usually respond well. So I had to do it. On to the daily financial news. Lots and lots of important stuff going on today. Subtle things that we have to pay attention to. First, yesterday, for a brief moment in time, the two and tens inverted. Earlier in the week, we talked about the five-year and 30-year, but yesterday, the dreaded two ten inversion happened. It was for a little time. We are not technically inverted right now, but it did happen. That is all fancy talk. That is all talking heads, all of that stuff. But here's what I want you to understand. The Fed has to get back to neutral. You are going to hear people talk about that, and I'm afraid not enough people know what neutral or the Fed's neutrality means. So let's give you a little education. Fed being at neutral means the Fed rate, the only thing the Fed controls, the Fed doesn't control treasuries. The Fed doesn't control mortgages. They influence, but they don't control. In order for the Fed to be neutral, the Fed rate, the front end, has to equal inflation. Now, for the Fed, just so we know, and there's no confusion, the Fed's favorite inflation metric is PCE, not CPI, not PPI. Okay? So let's not get misguided about which inflation gauge. The Fed likes PCE, so we will use PCE. The Fed today, folks, we have negative rates. Negative rates. We will have negative rates all year. The Fed is racing to 2%, 2.5%. Or if you bother to watch my whiteboard presentation, I think they're going to get to 3% this year. So again, I do have a playlist called Whiteboard where I'm trying to put my thoughts down. Check it out. Uh, I think that's a pretty important video. I lay out four critical metrics for 2022 and 2023. So Pretty important stuff. I read something wild yesterday. Wild. Wall Street are players, man. Just players. Wall Street is already, already betting on the first Fed rate cut. Let that sink in, folks. People are betting on the first Fed rate cut. Basically, they say the Fed's going to do what the Fed always does. They're going to raise too fast, too fast, too fast, too high, and they're going to have to cut. There are already bets being taken that we will have a quarter point cut in Q4 of 2023. I think that is wild. I think that is wild. But yes, uh, that is coming. More and more proof that trouble ahead for retail sales. This is something that I have talked about for several weeks now. The consumer is retreating. We talked about U.S. auto sales yesterday, I believe. We talked about the six-figure families pulling back, most importantly. Now we have, so that was, that was the high end, right? 
making over six figures a year. Now the low end, the low income, folks, they're, they're hurting. It's, I mean, how could they not hurt in gas, food, rent? It's tough. What we are seeing now is companies like Dollar Tree and all of these that focus on that segment are hurting. Traffic is down. You have to expect this stuff. We are heading into a recession. We are in stagflation. A recession is coming. Watch my 2022 and 20, 2022 and 2023 prediction for when I think it's coming. Folks, did you have any idea how much fraud, all-out fraud, theft there was in the PPP program? Remember we talked about that? Uh, hundreds of billions of dollars given to companies when, when the government shut us down. Turns out that the fraud could be upwards of $80 billion. People were buying Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Bentleys, and lots and lots of Teslas. I have reported in the last year how Ferrari and Lamborghini had record years. I'm just curious what percentage of those sales were from fraudsters. Think about that. 80 billions of our tax revenue given to people who lied and stole. <coughs> Crazy. Micro strategy is at it again. Yes, folks, uh, they are looking to uh, Michael Saylor, if you don't know, CEO of MicroStrategy. He is getting a loan against his Bitcoin to buy more Bitcoin. Let that sink in. Let me just say Michael Saylor is clearly committed. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't like debt on debt on debt, but hey, he's committed. Man, he is committed. Woo! That that play. I mean, think about real estate. We kind of did that in 2006, right? Somebody got a 100% loan. They took out equity and bought more and bought more. And then when one fell, it went bankrupt, went poof. Woo! I could not imagine. I could not imagine having the guts to get a loan on something to buy something else. That is, that's crazy to me. Just crazy. Uh, what do we got? So we got some earnings. Oh, let's talk about jobs. Uh, yesterday, we got what's called the JOLT survey. We have 11.3 million job openings, almost a record. We had 4.4 million quits, again, almost a record. Job openings and high quits equal wage inflation. Folks, the greatest fear of the Federal Reserve is a wage inflation spiral. If wage inflation takes over and goes higher, it is um, going to be bad. Inflation will be, they will have to crush the economy if that takes over. And right now it seems to be, wages are going up 5% fastest in decades and likely to speed up. We got uh, mortgage refi demand now down 60%. Uh, again, I've called it to eventually be down 75%. We are racing to that. The average mortgage rate, wow. The average mortgage rate reported by the Mortgage Bankers Association as of last week was 4.8%. Crazy. We got some earnings that we talked about during the week. Uh, Chewy surprised me. They missed top and bottom. If you don't know what Chewy is, it's essentially... It's online pets, uh, pet toys and treats and food. 
Uh, missed top and bottom. To me, that is a red flag. Think about China. Remember we talked about China like, I don't know, was that five months ago when we got this little indicator about Starbucks? It's like, what the hell happened? Why did they stop buying Starbucks? Starbucks are six, seven bucks. That was a red flag that told us all this other stuff was coming. I wonder if Chewy will be the first sign that the American consumer is just done, right? People love their pets. I have two pets sleeping under my desk right now. Uh, I cannot imagine uh, if Chewy misses what that means for other optional things like clothing and shoes and things of that nature. RH, restoration hardware. I told you about this one over the weekend. I said, I did not have a good feeling. I think the high end is retreating. Nailed it. Uh, RH missed top line, which means revenue. They did hit bottom line, uh, which means earnings, but that could really be managed stuff. They did announce a three for one stock split. They are looking to um, have some good news, but yeah, not good. And then Lululemon. Uh, they did beat top and bottom, and they announced a $1 billion stock buyback. So pretty crazy stuff. USDA just increased their expectation for food inflation. They raised it to 5.5%. Folks, I think it's going higher than that. I think for the first time in my adult life, we will seriously, like seriously be talking about food shortages at the end of this year. I know all about the bare shelves and the supply chain and all of that. I am beyond terrified about the planting season and fertilizer, that kind of nasty combination. Food is not like, once you miss a planting season, there's all kinds of ripple effects. And yeah, not good, not good. Uh, found a interesting article about national housing affordability. Folks, when you watch my channel and you send me articles you think I should read, thank you, thank you, thank you. I did not get this one. Uh, I did not see this one, so I did read it. So thank you for sending it over. It talks about national housing affordability. And if you watch my channel, you know I believe affordability is the one metric that drives housing. One metric that could point to a housing crash. When you look at housing affordability, these are national numbers, not your state, not your city. National. All real estate is local. Do your work and your buy box. But these are national numbers. Compared to 2006, this article baselines 2006 because that was the peak of unaffordability. And it was. That's why I sold all my houses. Incomes are up. 48% since 2006. Again, national numbers. That's pretty amazing. I mean, 2006 was 15 years ago. Incomes are up 48%. Second, even with rates rising, interest rates are up or down, sorry, 300 basis points or 3%. Folks, that was a key missing element in that other channel's review. But yes, yeah, so we have 48% more income. We have 3% less mortgage rates. And uh, prices are up 120 grand. When you put that entire three variables together, 
we are 29% more affordable than the peak last time. So we are not at some record unaffordability. Yes, I know prices are high. Yes, I know there's not a lot of inventory. Yes, I know about people overpaying. Those are regional and market specific. When you talk nationally, we are simply not at or even near the 06 peak. And then finally, the rich in China. I told you this was coming nine months ago when this great push for socialization. The entrepreneurs, the rich, the folks that were really making a difference, they are now moving their money to Singapore. They are getting out of China. They are moving to Singapore. They are opening family offices. When you adopt socialism, entrepreneurs, capitalists, run away because, again, they will not be treated well and you go backwards. So, folks, I have a lot of amazing stuff. I actually have a metric that is going to become critical for the next three to five years that I do not believe has ever been discussed. I'm going to announce it with Anna Kelly here at 8 o'clock. And I'm going to ask all of my experts for their opinions. So we are going to build a spreadsheet together. Uh, it is going to be amazing. So I so forward look forward to this. Again, remember, like, subscribe, share articles, keep being positive, do the work. Yes, you can use inflation to get rich. Yes, no housing crash, no housing run up. It is going to be a great time to be a real estate investor. And well, one last time, Jarrett and Try. Congratulations, your cards will go out today. Bye-bye.